Hello, welcome. Welcome back to Send Him Off. Uh, my name is Sam and joining me, as always, for another What Football Means to Me is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How are you doing, mate? Excited. I'm great today. I love What Football Means to Me. Um, and I love it even more when we got a very special guest. Yes. And no no one more special than one of our special, special guests. Yes, it is. Uh, Emphasis it on the too. special. <laughs> He's making his return. We've uh, we've managed to entice him back somehow. Uh, he was our Fulham representative in the summer for our uh, Premier League pre-season previews. And we're joined again by an uh, actor and, and star of this country, uh, Martin Mucklow himself, <laughs> Paul Cooper. <laughs> Paul, thank you so much for joining Gosh, us again. What... Mate. Pleasure to have you back. How, how are things? Yeah, good. What an entrance that was. Wow. <laughs> I think the word special has been mentioned 50 times. And yeah, you... I don't. I don't throw that word around lightly. No, I, I know. Lightly, I'll be honest. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> honoured. Not a not a bad start for your boys this season in the in the Premier League. Yeah, we've although we've we've had a lot of injuries and it's really shown that we've we've got um we've got no you know we're bare bones really squads you know poor so we've got we've got a number ten playing right back in a four. In a in a four three three for me, you know, which is crazy because the other right back we bought was so is so poor, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we're really struggling, and the centre half playing at left back, and uh, you know, and then it's you can't do that in the Premier League. So every time we've done that, we've lost. But yeah, no, pleased, yeah. It's and Mitro's bad. banging them in. What I did was going to say fifteen to twenty, didn't I? I, think. <laughs> I can't remember. I feel like I disagreed with you, Bear, but I think you're making me look a bit silly now. To be honest. Yeah, he's got seven. Yeah, and he's been injured for a couple of games, so not bad. He's been a dream in fantasy team. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's delve into why we're here. So we always start pull these, these episodes with uh, some quick fire questions. So we're going to ask you for something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. So first of all, something old, your favorite retired player. Uh, something new, your favorite current player. Something borrowed, your favourite player who's been on loan at Fulham. And then something blue, the saddest, or the player you were saddest to see leave Fulham. Now, just quick, the first Blimey. two questions, something old and something new, they don't have to be Fulham. No. The uh, last mm. two, something borrowed and something blue, they do. Right. Um, yeah, so the first one, uh, retired, old days. Well, the first team I used to watch was Biddeford. Oh, right, and I was fanatical about them from when I started watching them in 1962. Uh, we 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 drawn three all away at Colchester in the FA Cup, <laughs> and we had uh, five and a half thousand at uh, in Biddeford. It was 1962, I think, and uh, uh, yeah, so that that was my first big game. And there's a guy called Peter Druce, and I thought he was on the same. Because living in Biddeford, in North Devon, that was the only football you could see. And I, you know, he, I, Peter Druce was basically messy to me. <laughs> so he's probably dead now. But, anyway. <laughs> but, but sort of, listen, he's had a mention on Send Him Off. I he got a mention. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, uh, he's probably. <laughs> I went to Biddeford something in the end. Now. I went to Biddeford <laughs> in the summer. It, it's lovely there. I went to Biddeford. I stayed well, in North Devon. Yeah. I stayed in Appledore. Oh right, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I was in Northern, 
which was just you you go through northern yeah. at the same time as rose west lived there so lovely there we go. oh right <laughs> <laughs> and of course i followed them to gloucestershire so yeah. <laughs> well, this is already a start i never I, expected do you know it to i love like the this. fact that paul you've been on this podcast twice you mentioned fred west last time and now yeah. rose west is going to mention <laughs> this he, time. what he thought balance it out chuck the yeah, other definitely. one in no yeah, love him back west. again it'd be jeffrey oh, yeah. Right now. yeah um right uh so something new so your favorite current player uh, favorite current player, yeah, it's, it's got to be Metro. I think, yeah, he's been an absolute legend. Yeah, he's he's been a legend. Incredible, yeah, what he's done. Can. Yeah, coming was... in, uh, you know, he came on loan, um, and we didn't look like we we'd get promoted. That was a few years ago when we went up. He came at Christmas and completely changed it. Mm. You know, uh, and we went on a twenty three match unbeaten you know uh run until the last game against birmingham which meant we went into the into the playoffs but um yeah he's incredible yeah and i think he's um yeah really strange you know the year he had in the premiership with, with parker and he was playing with a winger up front and, you know he, mm. he mitro only played a few games but yeah He's he's been amazing, absolutely. I think he's fine. I'm I'm glad to see him that he's finally come good. You know, like he had that season. That, you know, he was sort of neither you know there at Newcastle. Um, he, you know, he's been banding around a bit, and it's it's good to see him finally come like into his own because he's a proper old school striker. Like he'll get in your face and he'll play off the shoulder and he'll you know and he's got a bit of pace about him as well. Yeah, and funny enough, he's uh, the end of last season, but particularly this season. He's, you know, dropping back and linking play and defending really well. So he's, 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 um, uh, the first couple of years, it was just up front, but now mm. he's kind of all over the pitch and, and running at, uh, running at, um, you know, dribbling past players like he did against, uh, you know, Virgil uh, van Dijk um, <laughs> in the first game. I mean, he never did that a couple of years ago. He, you know, he, he, that wasn't his game, but, uh, Marco Silva's worked wonders with him, you know, uh, and he's got a lot of assists as, as well as goals uh, in yeah. the last couple of seasons. So, yeah. yeah. Really coming into it. Uh, so, something borrowed. So, your favourite player that's, that's ever been on loan at, New, at uh, Fulham. And you Fulham. said Newcastle, you're talking about. Yes. Because I was thinking, it might uh, be Mitrovic when he came on loan. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, that's a difficult one. Just trying to think who's been... Who's, been um I'll go with Mitrovic. I just can't think of anyone else at present. It's it's a good um, answer anyway. It's a good is, answer yeah, anyway. You know, but yeah, uh for the reasons yeah, we previously so we got Mitrovic. you know uh something blue. So the player you were you were saddest to see leave the club. Oh easy one. Um that would then be Dembele uh who went ah. to Tottenham, you know, the mm -hmm. Belgium guy. He was just absolute class, probably what the best player i think i think he's the most underrated player ever in the premiership you know talk to tottenham fans and they just thought you know he was just the bee's knees he he just effortlessly beat beat you know players um so very sad to see him go and in fact as soon as he went we got relegated you know we'd been in the premiership for quite a few years and um he went and we just folded yeah brilliant player dembele seems to be one of them players i think that 
is telling that a lot of ex-pros who played against him and with him also said that he's one of the most underrated yeah. players and one of the best yeah very the true players they've played with i always think that's so yeah. telling um yeah so there we are that's good good start i'm liking it so shall we get into the nitty-gritty al you uh yes right first? i i commence right so these are just questions about you now this is all about you so question number one what is your earliest football memory i think we got a rough idea based on your something old but uh Earliest yeah, memories. I mean, uh, watching or playing, either, either. whatever, whatever yeah. was, whatever came first. I, I think, I think I, I got football for a, a Christmas, and that was it, really. You know, I was kind of watching it match of the day on TV. So we're talking about you know early sixties, uh, and then going to you know to, to watch Biddeford, um, 62, 63 around then was the kind of my. Uh, um, a mate's grandfather used to uh, take me because uh, my father wasn't interested in, in football. He was a rugby player. And, um, yeah, I mean, they were just brilliant, brilliant memories, you know. And Biddeford then would kind of would get 1,000, 1,500 most games, you know, mm. uh, kind of non-league football down, you know, that was the Western League then. I think they're in a higher league now. But that's probably, yeah, that, that kicking a ball around and um, Biddeford, yeah. That's what it's all about, don't it? I love when we have that a answer. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, right, so what, what's, what's been the biggest high as you're doing your time as a football fan? Um, what's sort of been the, the pinnacle? Yeah, the biggest high was, um, uh, yeah, def- definitely Wembley against Aston Villa. You know, I think that that was, you know, that, that was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to, to go up because I, I just cannot, fathom what it must be like to lose in that game uh we, you know, we can uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Not i mean nice. it's isn't it it's just that kind of leaving the stadium and you think oh i mean it's just the the joy and the sorrow i mean it's god that that is such a that was that particular game is, is just incredible was the your that were you allowed to go to the ground that year i can't remember Oh yeah, to, yeah. You were, yeah, you yeah. The, the the second one we we did that was the Brentford game, yeah. which would have been even better, obviously, if we'd been there beating Brent, you know, local rivals Brentford. Uh, so um, did you did you get tickets to go down to watch them? Yeah, yeah. So we yeah, I was there with Charlie. Yeah, yeah, and some friends. What yeah. what was our like? Just incredible. I mean, it was just there's a video somewhere at final whistle. <laughs> We're holding each other you know, <laughs> emotionally. I think it's on Charlie's Instagram, so somewhere on there. Yeah, just just the most amazing feeling, and 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 also, isn't it? Because you you know you you've got forty thousand fans there when uh, when you normally have kind of twenty thousand odd. Mm. You know, I mean yeah, that's sure. kind of weird, and everyone's dressed in white, and you know you know you've been there. I mean it's it's just such an occasion you know the yeah, atmosphere yeah. and everything is just unbelievable horrific to lose though awful well oh. we've done both we've we've yeah. gone there and won and then most recently we went and lost but when we won it was packed and i was lucky enough to be there and yeah i know exactly Fun what fact. you mean it's, like, it's... i i i actually got dumped the other day we lost the playoff final you got dumped yeah you didn't oh. mention that yeah, double my whammy my girl, jesus christ yeah i'll tell you after Alhu. all right <laughs> can't go, can't go into it now. I'm not yeah. naming her. I'm not naming her. Um, 
Right. Do I, do I know on. her? Well, there's been on. more than one. That's good. Do I, do I know on. her? Don't oh, moving on. <laughs> He's like, just shut moving up and on. move on. Moving on. Right. Uh, <laughs> so you've had your highest point. What is the lowest point you've had as a football fan? Um. Yeah, I think the McGath, McGat years, uh, he came in, we got relegated with him. He came in fairly late. This the German coach who was mm. a complete and utter nutter. <laughs> and we started the next season with just the most bizarre kind of team with youth players and, you know, the third, third in line goalkeeper and stuff like that. I bet he and thought I, he was like some sort of visionary coming in. Like he thought, I'm going to change this team and they, they'll, they'll not know what hit them. Just bizarre. And I don't know <laughs> if you know, I don't know if you know the story about, um, um, uh, I think it was Hangerland still there just for a bit. That can't have been him. Where was it? And um, he said, well, and had an injury, a bruise. And he said, you know what to put on that? Uh, uh, cheese. So he thought that <laughs> extraordinary bloke. I mean, he's actually managing again, I think, in Germany. But his ideas were just absolute. He was he was just an absolute <laughs> nutcase. Cheese on a cheese, bruise. Putting cheese on 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 yeah, bruised legs. Any any specific kind of cheese? Probably Emmental, I would have thought. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look it up. It's just absolute fucking nuts. I mean, the, honestly. And and he'd kind of find you know youth team players if they were you know twenty grand you know just he was an absolute absolute lunatic. You know the stories that are, you know coming out since. You know, from people who worked at Fulham at the time, you know, and and the Amazing. just the the players we had was was absolutely appalling. So luckily he got, you know, he was sacked in the end. But what what a nutcase he was! <laughs> yeah, I was expecting that. I feel yeah. like every I had to be in actually in Germany. I had to actually be in Germany when he was um, just when we got him, and and I said I was in uh, with a whole load of people, the football uh, thing we were doing. And I said, what do you make of him? And everyone, all the Germans just started laughing. <laughs> the whole fight yeah, oh, started absolutely cracked up. And said he's kind of, you know, he's 1890s kind of, you know, coach. Mm. You know? <laughs> every so, club, yeah. I, like, I do think every club's got one where they look back and go, why? I mean, I was yeah. obviously. I was his Bob Bradley, Bob Bradley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brad Bobley. The man himself. Um, <laughs> oh, the American guy. Yeah. yeah, strange time yeah. that was. That was a really weird very, time. Very weird time. Right. Uh, so, uh, Paul, what, what, what's your best away day been? What's your favourite away day you've been down to? It doesn't uh, necessarily really... just, but it doesn't have to necessarily be for the football. It could be for whatever yeah. reason. It could be you know you had hospitality, you know something happened outside of the game, whatever. Any good stories from an away day? Yeah, I, the one I really liked was the season um, when we went up after after the, that brilliant Wembley, um, and we played. Uh, well, we were already down. We played Bournemouth away, and um, it, we had a relegation party. So everyone wore Hawaiian shirts, <laughs> inflatables, and it was all you know, it was all um, <laughs> sharks and. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, everyone had um, water wings and stuff on. 
it was just a laugh and, and we actually won one nil so Mitrovic got a penalty so that was just perfect the, the weather was brilliant and we you know we had plenty to drink and in fact we we went down Charlie and I and the family went down to um uh, and stayed on a caravan park for the weekend I think it was a it was a I think it was Easter and we had a great just brilliant weekend just all around you know saw lots That's of mates great. down there yeah, oh, relegation yeah. party. Yeah, I see. When when the Swans were getting, I don't think any of us were in the mood to have no, any no, kind no. of party because we knew fingers, we were going to be done for a while. Fingers crossed. Now, Paul, there'll, there'll be no relegation party this year. Yeah. We'll be going for a mid-table I hope party. Not. Yeah, yeah. You can bring your Hawaiian shirt out for a mid-table <laughs> finish party. I think that'll be a that'll be a nice yeah. one. Um, so you've had you've had your relegation party. This next question is: What is on your football bucket list? So you've you've done that. That's off your bucket list. What is what's left on your bucket list? Your football bucket list. Um, I guess a European um uh, a, a European run, well, a European trophy, because when uh, during the last one. Unfortunately, it um, coincided uh, when I had a disastrous financial crash in my life. So um, uh, I lost my house, my job, everything. So I just had no money. So the only games uh, during that, you know, when we went to the Euro finals, um, the only games uh, Charlie and I could afford to go to were like League Cup, you know, when it's it's a tenner, you know, and yeah, there's... Yeah. 8,000 in the ground. So that was the big, yeah. So I, I, we missed out on all of it. You know, it was, um, but you didn't win it. You didn't win it. So, you know, did you really miss out? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, kind of 15,000 went, you know, went to, to Hamburg and you kind of think, oh, you know, and I'm not, you know, (laughs) yeah. So that, that was the, Dark times. Well, dark not dark times for the football, but dark times for yeah, Charlie and I. So never mind. That that Fulham team, that like that team is is one of my favorite Premier League teams of all time. Yeah. It's like proper nostalgia. Mm. Like you look at like Dempsey, Andy Johnson, Zamora, Zoltan Gira, yeah. Hangalan, like um who's the left back? Was it Konchesky? Mark Schwartz or in the time. Yeah. yeah, Chris Baird, yes, that's right. well. yeah. Aaron Hughes. Yeah. Oh, what a team. What a yeah. team. That is heritage. Yeah. Do you have Simon Davis as well? Yeah, Simon Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Murphy in the middle. Uh, Danny middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great team. So, really good team, actually. Yeah, superb. Yeah, really good superb. Team. So, um, this is my favourite question, Paul. Um, I, I look forward to this every time we have a guest on. Uh, it's a double-edged question. First of all, who or what is your football guilty pleasure? Uh, we now know, though, it is it is Swansea. Um, yeah, apparently. <laughs> as, as we were discussing earlier. Um, and then also, who or what would you put in Football Room 101? Um, can I go what I can I go to 101 would be bloody VAR. Yeah. VAR. Okay. Um, I don't know if you saw any of the West Ham. Uh, we should have won one nil. I mean, they had three absolute ridiculous um, VARs, a penalty and uh, two, and they handled it twice when they scored. I mean, it was just absolute nuts. So I think that that, you know, could ruin the game. I think VAR is I'd much. Do you think I... VARs improved uh, over the course of the time it's been introduced, or do you think it's it's just not at all? 
now I think it's got worse. I think it's got worse. Um, okay. I, uh, and and when you see it kind of in um, you know the Euros and stuff, uh, or abroad, it, it seems to work. But here yeah. we have this kind of weird thing. And if 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 you know, and it's people are kind of seem to be quite scared, you know, about how they use it. I mean, the you know, I, I know all virtually every club will say, oh, we were robbed with VAR, but the inconsistencies are yeah, totally are, are, are just and and it. And you kind of people kind of score and they don't particularly celebrate because you've got to go through all this bloody rigmarole, you know. I'd much prefer it if it's just, you know, if the referee makes a mistake, then it's a mistake, then I can hand I can handle that. But that I can't seems to be handle like, this. It seems to be the universal opinion. Like everyone would just rather like referees get enough sick, you know, that's fair enough. But everybody seems to think like, well, I'd rather the referee make a mistake and just that's the way it is, rather than have to go to VAR and you know, scrutinise everything because I find watching Swansea in the championship and I don't know about, you know, the other 72 clubs, but I find watching Swansea, it's much more enjoyable watching them, um, you know, three o'clock on a Saturday as opposed to going home then and watching like, I don't know who, like Fulham, for example, yeah. and then they're watching them yeah. in the Premier League and you've got to sit through VAR as well. I just find it take it, it sucks the fun of the game almost. Like a goal is a goal and as yeah. much as I hate it and I, it winds me up, like, it's part of being in the ground going, yeah. I was never a goal. He was yeah. on the website. Like, it's yeah, part yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, that's it. Part yeah. of the game. Um, and, yeah. you know, I'm all for it being, uh, we've spoken at length about this. Like, we've had a rugby referee on talking about TMO and how it's different and how that is working so well. But mm. I don't know. It's just, I feel like there's finer margins in rugby and they, they're trying to make these finer margins in football. Like with the lines, and he's either on or he's off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all this complicated. But you'll see one game, uh, and the, and then the later game will have exactly the same thing. One's given exactly, you know, yeah. One one will be given, yeah, yeah. Ball. You're totally right. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's all this weird thing as well when they run when the referee runs to the small screen. You know he'll agree because yeah, the people yeah. You I was gonna it. say, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, a, it's just a, you know, a, a definite, you know. So there's a bit of a, I don't quite know what's going on. Yeah, it's bizarre. Hmm. What about your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure, um, or just having a few bit. I don't because I don't really drink, but I always, I have to drink when I'm at football. It's just, <laughs> But I have a few pints, you know, as I got older, I, you know, my kind of, uh, you know, beard isn't so interesting, but I just have to have a few beers before. It's just, it's just ingrained in you, I think, you know. You've got to um, do it, yeah. Wake I think up, it was, you know, back watching dressed, Biddeford, yeah. Biddeford as a five-year-old <laughs> knocking them back. You know? <laughs> so I think it's just <laughs> habit, I think. Yeah, that it's got to be that. Yeah, you can kind of, and just, let your hair down a bit, you know. Yeah, you can sort of, you could, yeah, you can let off a bit of steam in the ground. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, I yeah. think there's there's many people listening now that would say exactly the same thing. Just you know, let a bit of let a bit of steam off, have a few beers, and that's what it's all about on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm pretty vocal, you know. Oh, are you? Vocal. Yeah, when I get there, uh, yeah. You, you don't strike me. You don't strike me as somebody very vocal in the uh, in the stands. Which yeah, stand do you, no, do you sit in the get... full of mental stand? Do you sit with all the lunatics or? Well, there aren't any lunatics at the full of, they're all <laughs> they're all eating cheese and drinking pork, you know. 
They're putting their um, cheese on their bruises. That's where yeah, all the yeah. cheese is going down for love. <laughs> I, I think we're the only club that hasn't got a firm, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'd sit in the Hammersmith end, yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, I sit next to this gentleman when I go down uh, with them. And I sat next to him last night. And I think my left eardrum is perforated. So uh I I will admit I am I'm quite loud. I honestly just, he's like a fog on. It's ridiculous. It's not it's not me shouting yeah. abuse or it's just me singing and I yeah. just like to make yeah. sure I've everybody heard can hear anything so loud. It's like a jet would fly over the stadium and <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, right. Moving on. So we've had your guilty pleasure run. What does the game mean to you? Very broad question. Answer it however you want. What does it mean to you? Well, I, I was thinking, uh, I mean, as a player, when I was younger, um, you know, only at local level, um, but I've played in a few charity games. So I played against Terry Payne. That was my, um, the Southampton player in England that, who was in the World Cup squad. Um, as a coach, uh, I was, you know, when Charlie started, it was five, I started to coach the team he was in. So I was a coach for 13 years, poor boy. And he was under me for 13 years. <laughs> um, and then and then I did some, you know, coaching as an adult, being the director of a children's football charity, um, being an author. Um, I wrote a book, Chapped Legs oh. and oh, Punctured yeah. Balls, which was um, just all about playing in North. It wasn't a great success, um, in fact. In fact, I've got um, an email. I'll quickly read this out. Because this was written about 15 years ago. And um, then I got um, an email. Where is it? Oh, you, you've got to hear this. Uh, See, this is this. You don't get this with the other podcasts. No, I, I would I, never have expected if, this. If you said it wasn't a big yeah. success, just you wait. It's been on Sunday yeah. now. It's, yeah. Yeah. Five more people in the world know about this book now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. So the last this, this, five this of was, flight. This was a book um, that yeah was written about 15 years ago. And then I got um, a letter out the blue. Hi, Paul. Long time, no contact. The time has come to pass the rights to chat legs back to you. And we couldn't call it, we wanted to call it um, Jumpers for Goalposts, but the Fast Show have actually copyrighted that, which seems uh, nice. Okay. Uh, we have sold only five ebooks. In eight years, exclamation <laughs> mark. And the physical um, book has the physical book has stopped selling. Only nine copies uh were shifted in the last two years. We owe you five pounds seventy-five <laughs> in royalty. <laughs> so that was my writing career. But what a book. I don't know if well, it's don't worry, because now oh. everybody knows about it. We'll we'll make sure everyone be book. it's gonna be a book, it's gonna be a film and, yeah. and yeah. uh only yeah, if we good. star in it. Can we star in the film? If you make it to screen, there we go. We're, we're great. We're yeah, golden. Happy days. Um, yeah, I, so, so to fit, what does the game mean to you, Paul? Yeah, to summarise it, yeah. So, yeah, kind of everything. Well, it's my life, really. It is, from, yeah. From that bit of foot to... So now, you know, and I've just come, come back two weeks ago, come back from uh, Belgium. You know, we had a week with a charity and 60 kids from... Uh, uh, 16 countries you know so it's everywhere in my life really you know um and now i've got grandchildren i've got two um two boys and uh, a girl granddaughter 
So there may be the football thing, and I'll be getting the old. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. It wasn't for nothing, as it turns out. <laughs> no, and and uh, yeah, and I think stuff we do with the charity, you know, football, and I keep going back. I know we talked about this last time. You know, uh, we we play on the um, uh, the Flanders Peace Pitch, where the most important game of football ever took place between the. You know, one of the games between the Allies and Germans. So, you mm. know, and and people go back to football. It's it's you know, they they had that downtime and they chose to play football. So Yeah. It Absolutely. it brings so many people. It's a simple game. Well, it was before fucking VAR. Um, it brings everyone <laughs> together. It brings everyone together. It's you know, you go anywhere in the world and you can strike up a conversation about football. Mm. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe Paul. By the time your grandkids are a little bit more grown up, you'll be a New York Times bestseller now. Yeah. After, after <laughs> and, and will be it will be Hollywood actors. So yeah. you know, everyone's <laughs> yeah, a winner. That's uh, right. Yeah, definitely get you guys in the film. Oh, yeah. There we are. So happy days are we? Uh, we we can give up the pod. We'll be films. There we are. Yeah. Um, Paul, what's been your favorite football moment of the season so far? Um. I've only, haven't been to many games this season, but Charlie and I went to um, we went to the Brighton game at home, and I think yeah, beating them because they were, you know, that was you know Potter was still there, and they were that early run were doing really well, and we played some we would play some great football. So I think it, that you know that game we won two one, um, we went two nil up, and that was a great game. Yeah, really really good. And I thought watching that, yeah, we you know we've got a good chance of staying up this season. That's been the There's best. There's nothing me. better. There's nothing better than watching your team win against a team you've never thought you'd beat. Not necessarily never thought, yeah. but like you, you go into that game and you think, oh, I, I don't know about today. I don't know about it. And you come out with those three points. That's a good feeling. That's yeah. a really good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. So favorite football moment of the season. Very. Is it an obvious question? I don't know. You have I to answer it for anymore. me. Who will win the Premier League? Uh, Man City. Yeah. yeah, Man City. Yeah. Are we seeing yeah. Arsenal are in there? No, I'm. No, I don't think so. No, I think they'll turn um, off. I think they'll. We off. we played we played Arsenal um, away, lost two one, uh, scored first. We sh- we shouldn't have lost that game. Uh, and again, there was a VAR and you know, <laughs> whatever. I, I wasn't hugely impressed by them. I, I think they'll, yeah, definitely blow out. I think they'll, um, yeah, they may finish second, but definitely they ain't they ain't going to win the league. Absolutely, no I think way. the World Cup is going to crush them a little bit. Mm, I think they'll they got... go into the World Cup top, and yeah. afterwards, I think they'll just lose all their form. I mean, Haaland's yeah. just going to be, you know, oh, he's he's going to be. I saw um a thing on Twitter, and I can't remember what Rocky film it was, but it was when he was uh, fighting Drago. Which Rocky yeah. film was that? And it was that was just like people saying that's what Harlan's got. He's just gonna be training and training yeah. and training and training and training. Pinging balls of Scott Carson. Honestly, yeah. Like, that's all he's gonna be doing. Like Scott, <laughs> Scott Carson's, Carson's not gonna know what's him, him, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think they'll tail off. Uh right, Paul, last question. Been a pleasure. This has been uh, an it's been a, a lovely insight, I think. I, I always think <laughs> yeah, this was a really a, a really nice insight. Um just to hear what I, I like going down memory lane with other people, you know what I mean? It's uh it's it's good. So what is overall your favourite football memory? 
I think I think probably well, funny enough, probably the first time I saw a pitch at a professional game, and it wasn't it wasn't at Fulham. Funny enough, it was 1968, and my um, grandfather took. He lived in London, and going out to London from Biddeford was a seven-hour journey. <laughs> Uh, and my brother and I went to uh, uh, take my granddad and he took us to see Tottenham Sunderland and just going up those steps and you and remember I'd only ever seen Biddeford's pitch before <laughs> and you go up those steps you go through the thing and you see you know the grass and the pitch that yeah, yeah. for the first time so I would have been uh, 11 then so it was just about to start secondary school Do you know and what that, that, yeah, that's just I that. Was, that glance is. I, I was roughly the same when um, I saw, like, I went down the the Liberty, and I saw, you know, Swansea's pitch for the first. I was about the same age, but we were sat right to the top. And I remember my friend telling me, "Right, you're not allowed to look until you get to the top." I remember turning around. Oh my gosh, one of the best things. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Never ever. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was special. Yeah, that was special. And of course, we didn't have mobile phones. We didn't have. You know, yeah. all we had was black and white match of the day. You know, that was mm. that was it, you know. Um, and yeah, that just took my breath away. And that, you know, that kind of reinforced. It's, it's really interesting, actually, just that you say that, because when you said, because, um, you know, obviously it would have been White Hart Lane. I, in my head, I just pictured it being black and white, as stupid as that mm. sounds. Yeah. I just kind of pictured, yeah. you know, you get into the top or whatever it was and just, you know, and it was a black and white field. But obviously, you know, you would have seen the green grass, the, everything yeah. else, you know. But yeah. yeah, mad. And of course, the oh. the other thing, of course, was was watching, although on TV, the World Cup final, mm. nineteen sixty six, uh, which I watched with my my other grandfather, who was a World War One veteran. So, wow, oh know, wow, I mean that's yeah. So that's and that's kind of weird, you know. Born in eighteen ninety, here we are, and you know, it's just kind of bizarre, you know. But again, he loved football, and there was that that connection when we watched the, the World Cup together. Fine. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. What a memory! It's a great one. Yeah. What? What's happening now? Sorry, I got a call. <laughs> I can only. I I don't know. I got a call you, there. It was a, just a state of panic on your <laughs> just face. Just everything then. stopped. By the yeah. Way. Every, yeah. Oh, the yeah. AR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. He's got I need somebody to give me some cheese, quick. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, Flipping he's out, his yeah. right to the end yeah. as well. Right to the end, is yeah. I know. I episode all the way through, yeah. And then we send yeah. him off, yeah. Send him off, again. dead right at the yeah, end. Yeah, we send him off, dead. Uh, right, Paul, pleasure as always. We love speaking to you, mate. Uh, thank you so much for coming back. Well, thank you, guys, uh, and giving us such a such a nice episode. It says me, these ones make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, I know. What I said, I'm a hot chocolate now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It sounds like you've got COVID, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I either that or we've had it. Yeah. long at it. We'll be all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Paul, uh, do you want to tell people where they can sort of find you on uh, on social media and maybe you work with a charity as well, as you mentioned? Yeah, the charity is uh, the Children's Football Alliance. So, um, yeah, and if anyone wants to twin a pitch anywhere around the world and, um, you know, then you come for a week to, to Belgium for free. So... Uh, you know, do so. Yeah. So Children's Football Alliance, just Google that. There we are. Brilliant. Awesome. We'll do it. And uh, you can find us. We're nowhere near as good a cause, but you can find us yeah. uh, on Twitter at Senate <laughs> Off Pod. Uh, and wherever you're listening now or watching, uh, drop us a like and a subscribe. And uh, 
keep up to date with more episodes like this that will make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And, uh, <laughs> or maybe and they also won't. The odd little bit of nonsense as well, because we do enjoy yeah. a little bit of nonsense along the way. So uh, thank you, guys. Uh, enjoy your football this weekend, and we'll see you next week where we've got a little bit more in store. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Ta-ra. Take care.